Welcome to Dropkicks uh, episode 5 uh, here in the lovely Okuni. Welcome Blackjack Bandit. Thank you, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here in this lovely small small town of New Zealand. Uh, great location, great <clears throat> great skiing, catch me at Beijing 2020 too. Uh, and uh, yeah, we've had a lovely week. No, we certainly have. Uh, what's your uh, discipline in 2022? So we just say uh, listeners oh, can watch Skiing, it. obviously. But what, on... what type of skiing? Uh, uh, all of it. All of it? So you're going to be ski jumping? Yep. Slalom? Yep. Ski across? Yep. Slope style? Yep. Sweet. Oh, maybe not the last one. Oh, really? You're not a big jumps fan? No, not really. So how do you do the ski jump? I'm good at the other jumps. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, thank you. Well, one of the, I guess, the highlights of this trip has been our gambling. And I guess how good we are. And basically, you know, I think this is easy. Gambling's easy. Well, it's been said before, uh, if you merged us into one person, uh, we'd be the single best gambler in the history of the universe. And that was only uh, solidified yesterday. Yeah, Monday the 16th of September has to be go down as one of the great days in the history of gambling. Um, first of all, so I started 2-1, and one, which was a bad beat, in the Packers game, I had the over. But how did you go, Tom? Uh, I, back to <laughs> I started 7-1 uh, and one for, the, for the morning games. The only thing that didn't come through was a um, Devontae Adams touchdown, and that was a mistake because I get confused between Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. I wanted to bet on Aaron Jones, but I thought Devontae Adams was the running back. Uh, so that should have come through, but nevertheless, uh, seven and one is a fairly good record to start the day, and that put me on a nice little kitty of about a uh, hundred. I think it was about one hundred and forty-five dollars, uh, and that was was just the beginning, as we were soon to find out. Yeah, well, I kind of carried on. We kept watching a bit of uh, the football and had the Rams Saints, and that was yeah light work again. Uh, nice to get another dub. And there was also, what was the afternoon game? The Falcons, oh, that was tough. So yeah, we, we had it, we had an L. We, you know, you just had to heat check. Uh, it was a good heat check. Once that game ended, though, what a, we kind of turned on trackside and got stuck in. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, as they say, it's always darkest before the dawn. And uh, in, the, in the little hole that we'd put ourselves in with the Falcons-Eagles, very tough. Uh, fuck you, Nelson Aguilar. Um... <laughs> We decided, shall we flip on trackside? Thinking, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get a couple races in. Why not try chase? And that turned into a four-hour session on the couch in Alcuni on a Monday afternoon. Uh, it was very light when we started. By the time we finished, it was quite dark. Yeah, well, I mean, there's not really any live sport on a Monday afternoon once you get the um, football out of the way. Um, you kind of really tossing between replays and highlights packages so it was good to turn on a bit of live sport we got stuck in firstly in uh, Pumps and North Dogs and ended up I guess going Trans-Tasman with uh, some great races uh, Ballarat Bathurst Muswellbrook Muswellbrook uh, Corowa there was one other place as well Barnsdale yeah there was some really crook, cramer, uh, crook camera angles but we kind of battled through and we went on some really hot streaks. It was it was unbelievable to say the least. Uh, I mean, we we'd bet, we'd win, we'd go. What's yeah. the next one? We'd bet and we'd win, and that carried on for four hours. And uh, the the highlight of all that was, well, there, there's a few highlights that stand out. One of them is. 
picking a horse purely because the jockey was wearing a diamond and uh, it won uh, for no other reason we picked that but the main one was picking a uh, a ten dollar odds horse to win and uh, we didn't we, we lost track of it from the start and it wasn't till it turned the corner that we realised holy shit it's making a charge holy shit it's in the lead holy shit it's just won by three lengths and yeah win the flag race three at uh, Muscle but yeah great great horse but I mean where, where does this day rank for you in terms of your, your all time gambling days I'd, it was good but I don't think that can top uh, uh, Wellington Cup yeah it's um, when we were doing the old Mount Rushmore gambling days it was probably three um, yeah. the third head we had, uh, I had a career day when I first started gambling in Euro 2016. Flex, which was, to Europe. Yeah, which was pretty good. Um, and then Wellington Cup Day, Enzo's Lad, I think we've discussed it on the pod already. Um, that was pretty special. That was a, a great day. Went 8 and 10 overall for the day, which was, yeah, pretty outrageous. It was, um, I'm just looking back at my settled bets on Bet365. It's pretty outrageous. There's a lot of wins, a few losses. Drunken Phoenix to place, that was a special one. Um, Dusty Martini with Zach Phillips riding, that was a bit rough, that was yeah, a tough hour. That was heartbreaking, that was really meant to be destiny, and that just really didn't. I, I think it came about sixth in the end, didn't it? Yeah, it kind of faded away. But, I mean, if you look at our, there we went on a six, <laughs> a six race hot streak where we had wins in Corowa, Ballarat, Barnsdale, Musterabook. <laughs> Ballarat again and Globe Derby. That was yeah, phenomenal. It was a great day, and and now we're just making um, even more money on the football. Miles Garrett, two and a half tackles. That was easy. He's had three sacks. It was an easy, easy dub, and that was paying dollar eighty three. Yeah, and the Blackjack Bandit's got probably one of the most outrageous bets that's going to come in very shortly. Well, uh, I I happen to be awake. At like two in the morning, when the Jets announced that um, that Sam Darnold had mono and wasn't going to play, and the line hadn't shifted yet, so I chucked on thirty bucks for Cleveland Browns to win both halves, and that returns one hundred and twelve dollars, and that looks really good right now. And I've also reinvested in the second half spread for the Browns minus three and a half, which is outrageous. Uh, <laughs> outrageous. The game spreads in minus 17 and a half. They're up 23-3 now. They were, we're up 16-3. Yeah. And the spread was minus three and a half. Well, you, you really expect the the Browns to get at least another field goal here. and the, Or even another touchdown. They're just that much yeah. better than them. And the Jets are not quite going to do anything. Oh, they've just sacked the third string quarterback. Let's hope he's not injured. Uh... But look, that's oh look, and another Miles Garrett sack. So Miles Garrett's had five <laughs> tackles, and <laughs> we had him at two and a half. So that line came in pretty easily. Shout out Bet Three Six Five for putting stupid odds on and getting dominated by us. Yeah, I think um, that's fair to say we are the goat gamblers. Yeah, uh, I don't think you can really look, you know, much further past us at this point. Apologies to the Principality of Gibraltar for uh, for significantly lowering your GDP. Yeah, I think that's a good way to finish the gambling topic. I think it, really, football's helped us. And it's been, it was a great round of games yesterday. It's been phenomenal. What a weekend. It's, what? It's, yeah, it's a real special moment. I think being able to live bet sport, it's just, that's just outrageous. And what better opportunity than a Monday afternoon in Old Cooney? Exactly. 
Exactly. Well, should we should we move on to uh, to the sport that's helped us really um, substantiate our bank accounts? Uh, American football. Yeah, I think um, obviously we both support teams at the opposite ends of the spectrum. I'm a Rams fan, and the Blackjack Bandits are the Giants fan. Yeah, it's, it's a tough life, really. That was a tough hell, though. You were cheering against your team. Yeah, yesterday. look, I, I had a hot take yesterday, and uh, Bambino agreed with me that um, it's more fun in a sport where you gamble a lot to have a shit team. And look, I. I didn't bet against my own team. I had the under, and I didn't want them to score because I was two points away from from not hitting that. Well, there's no worry with Eli, Eli Manning and Daniel Jones. Hey, Daniel Jones, is, he's going to be good, all right? The future. He, he is the future. Um, oh, but big off, uh, you don't have Wi-Fi here, and Red Zone's been stripped, so we, we could only watch the games that ESPN were offering. So I haven't seen any of the, the Giants game, really, so I can't assess how... Eli Manning played, but all I've heard is our defense is fucking horrific, um, as they were last week. So, yeah, I mean, I reckon if you combine the Jets and the and the Giants, you might have a good football team. Yeah, that's, that's a great call, actually. <laughs> good offense and good defense, and both in the same stadium. Yeah, it's that's a tough life. Uh, being a New York sports fan, it's it's tough all around. Other than the Yankees and the Rangers, should be right this year, but. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad you have a good team. The Rams, dominant one over the Saints. Uh, helped quite a bit by the injury of Drew Brees. And the referees. And yeah. the referees. <laughs> I mean, it might not have changed the game, but it definitely would have changed at least the first half. Yeah, I mean... Uh, the rules are in place so that the game kind of gets played out, but it just wasn't. The referees blew the whistle. They ended up scoring a touchdown that would have been reviewed and then would have stood as a touchdown. So I don't understand why they blew it up. The rules are there, so that doesn't happen yet. It seems to still happen. <laughs> yeah, I, the Saints have been fucked over a fair fair bit of times by the refs, uh, particularly against the Rams. And uh, all I can say is it's it's revenge for Bounty Gate, really. So it's karma. Yeah, it's karma. So yeah, well, it couldn't happen to a better guy. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. <laughs> He's not exactly... Uh, not everyone's big fan of old Sean Payton. So. No. I mean, good coach. Probably terrible human. Uh, there's a few of those in professional sports. Often it's not the coaches, but... I mean, in this case, yeah. He's, he's getting the karma that, that he deserves, really. Yeah. And, well, I mean, Drew Brees isn't getting any, any younger. Um, yeah, well, there's a few injuries to... Uh, older quarterbacks this weekend <laughs> not Tom Brady unfortunately which would have been quite good for the rest of the league but oh, well I mean Tom Brady getting injured probably isn't ever going to happen much. I mean I'll just throw on a backup quarterback and I'll still win oh, 12 games so you're saying Tom Brady's assistant quarterback well yes yes absolutely oh that's a scorching tape I agree with you it's a scorching tape I mean to be fair, he's the best system quarterback ever, but he's still a system quarterback. I mean, how bad are the Dolphins, though? <laughs> I saw something on Twitter the other day, and it was, could Clemson beat the Dolphins? And this this thing comes up all the time. Could the best college team beat the worst NFL team? And every other time I've said, nah, no way. Like This could be the yeah, one time. This time, I'm, I'm not so sure. They are... Horrific, and they've just traded Minka Fitzpatrick to the Steelers as of about half an hour ago. 
one of their only good players left and um, they're going to ruin Josh Rosen's career poor and, guy yeah. <laughs> I don't see how this is going to get any better he must be one of the most unlucky Oops. football players ever because first of all he gets drafted to the, uh, to the Cardinals who have no O-line so he gets dominated all year then they get rid of him put in a different quarterback actually trade for O-lineman and then now he's on the Dolphins behind Ryan Fitzpatrick Fitzmagic who is quite the opposite at the moment and he's on potentially probably the worst team last year and the worst team this year he's a poor fella um I've heard he's a bit of a knob though so could also be karma uh karma karma's a really strong force in the NFL clearly but um yeah he's he he was really rated I remember in his um sophomore season in in college and he's he's just been so unlucky and where his career goes from here I don't know so if Karma is a part of the NFL to the Patriots losing the <laughs> Super Bowl Conference Championship or the round before that the divisional round uh, whatever makes Dad Portnoy more upset probably Super Bowl probably and ideally it's um, it's against someone else at Barstool who's a very big NFL fan of their respective team and they can rub it in their face because that's that's the best way to roll up our press yeah that's any, what I really need to see yeah that'd be good content well are there any other memorable football games to cover off uh, we did watch Packers Vikings yeah that was a bad beat I had the over it was 21-10 at half time and it finished 21-16 um, very rough not a not a huge fan of that one uh, probably skip over it Kirk Cousins is a perfectly average quarterback yeah it was a great take by PFT and I'd have to agree with him after watching that it was very disappointing oh fuck off no no, no. <laughs> the Jets have just intercepted uh, Baker Mayfield and Bet's still looking good that was a tough one they're that inside was... their half still that was one of those ones where it just ricochets off the wide receiver's hands and the they should, that shouldn't count as an inception yeah I feel like it should be a fumble it depends on the part like it should be circumstantial yeah well I mean it's, it's hard to to make it a black and white thing but because I mean that was the other thing watching the Dolphins highlights is half the passes end up bouncing out of the receiver's hands that wasn't even the quarterback's fault yeah but it would go down as an interception I mean also you you think at the same time a lot of those times the quarterbacks are just throwing into deep coverage and maybe that's not the best decision so I can see it from both sides but yeah it is, yeah it is circumstantial unfair. stat that one yeah absolutely I think uh, I don't really know how you fix it but no yeah. well, we're not we're not here to, to make a su- suggestions that are constructive we just here to complain yeah well Nelson Aguilar open down the outside all he has to do is catch the ball and we walk in bet my bet comes in your bet does not but the right result happens and he drops it and then he makes the harder catch about a minute later (laughs) I'm giving him cuck status Nelson Aguilar you're a cuck so he joins Brooks Kepka Brooks Kepka which I disagree with Steph Curry Nelson Aguilar so far 
let's keep track of that cuck list. Alright. And once you've got the cuck chain, or you're on the cuck list... Uh, Should be a chain you pass it around. No, I mean, once you're a cuck, you stay a cuck for life. <laughs> um, so you got Kipka, Curry, Lavery, and Egalor. Yes. Yes. So... I mean, I'm not sure what, what happens once you're on the cuck list, but you're, you're branded as a cuck by the Blackjack Bandit for life, and I think that's punishment enough in itself. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. We'll move on to the next top at the Rugby World Cup, and it's coming up starting Friday. Saw a, a good meme today, where it was the Rugby World Cup, a verbal meme. <laughs> The Rugby World Cup's coming up on Friday and it was a really excited, happy face. And then Japan-Russia, first game. And it was a bit more solemn and a bit like, oh. I mean, it'll be good to get it started. Yeah, well, it's going to be a great tournament. Um, I mean, Saturday makes up for it. Saturday is outrageous. You've got Australia, Fiji, yeah. France, Argentina, which is a huge game first up. And New Zealand, South Africa, which is also massive. New Zealand, South Africa could be a preview of the body, the final. Well... The Argentina-France game decides who makes the group and I'll, we'll be doing our best bets coming up um, out of the group stage. We'll be doing our best bets coming up shortly. I have France not making the group, uh, the quarterfinals. I like that a lot. They are playing Argentina who have improved immensely and despite being number 11 in the world, which is outrageous, you've got Fiji and Japan ahead of them. Yeah. They should beat France, in my opinion. And unless something bizarre happens, which... Could easily happen. 2011, they lost to Tonga, but still made it out of the group. I feel like Argentina makes it out easy. Yeah, I I respect that. I respect that a lot. Um, just looking at the uh, the groups here, you've got you've got a lot of pretty even groups. Obviously, you've covered off Pool C with Argentina, England, and France. Yeah, I'd say, I see. So we were going through it at work the other day. Group A, you got Ireland to first, Scotland to second. Yeah. Group B, it's New Zealand and South Africa. You can have those in either way, either position, in my opinion, would be correct. You got England and Argentina going through. I just France are mediocre. They'd be again a perfectly average rugby team. They always seem to do all right, but they're just never going to win it. They play to their competition. I think that's the that's the problem. They rise up, don't they? Yeah. They, yeah. Okay. And then you got Australia, Wales. We'll go through. That's Group D. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, it's going to be a pretty, pretty good competition. Oh, absolutely! And that make, and that's the reason why the New Zealand, um, the New Zealand South Africa game is so big. Whoever wins that misses Ireland in the next round. And that, for me, Ireland are my sleeper pick to win the tournament. I feel like they're a good rugby team. Yes, they're not the best pedigree in terms of World Cups, but this could be the year. Yeah, no, I can I can absolutely see that. Um, I think if you're not picking the All Blacks, you're probably picking Ireland and or South Africa. And other than that, I don't think there's many great picks to come out on top. But who knows? It's a tournament; anything can happen. Exactly, and we've seen it before. Tonga beating France. Yeah. Um, there's been other upsets, but that one just comes to mind. I don't think Tonga are beating France this year. Hot take based on uh, their performance. No. The other week. Oh, they're in the same pool again, aren't they, as well? Yeah. Yeah, and the USA. So Tonga could finish bottom of their group. Yeah, I mean, just scrolling through it. Oh, that was a great bet as well. So uh, the Blackjack Bandit and I, we had in the All Blacks-Tonga game at halftime. Tonga to score point, over 0.5 of a point. At $5, I got it at $5. You got it at $3. Yep. 
an outrageous bet. Robbery. It should never never have been that high. Absolute robbery. Although they made us sweat. And I guess that's going to be what their tournament's going to be like. Yeah. Well, do you think the All Blacks are going to win the World Cup? I say, yeah, I do think they will. But it's this is the closest World Cup for a little while. Yeah. Since 2007. Yeah. Easily. I think... Every World Cup, the All Blacks go on as favourites. I feel like this is the first time where that um, that's genuinely being challenged, and to to go three in a row with the same statistics same sort of say no. Yeah. Statistics say it doesn't happen. And it's the same sort of core, same most of the same coaching staff have been in all all the winning World Cups and this one. Um, and so it'll be really interesting. And if we don't win, that's going to have huge implications on the future of the All Blacks. I mean, if we win, coach probably Ian Foster, um, and we roll through again for the next four years, try to do the same thing in 2023. If we don't win, we're probably going razor, and it's going to be a whole new um, era for the All Blacks. And I don't know. I mean, I almost want to see that. I almost want to see... Uh, Razor's not going to be a good all-black coach. You think? No, Why? definitely not. He's a man motivator, not a tactician. Well, I think that's what you need. When you're at international, but international rugby is that step higher. So the Crusaders are a loaded franchise built on a beautiful fr- uh, like foundation. Mm. You need motivation. You can have good tacticians around you. Same yeah. with the All Blacks, I guess, but exactly. they don't need motivation. They need tactics and game plans. And I just feel like that's something you don't get with Razor Robinson well then who would your pick be for coach if it's not Foster if it's not Foster this time around I don't know who I'd pick but I think Warren Gatlin in the future ooh he's come back and he's going to be coaching the Chiefs next year and who knows I think it's kind of the narrative should be him and he deserves it yeah I think he's it's whether he wants it and it's whether the public buys onto him because yeah. he's, he's a bit like Robbie nice. Deans. Yeah. Oh, boy, where's Deans nowadays? Uh, Japan. Panasonic Wild Knights. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I'd, that's an interesting one. I do feel like Foster's already been given the job. Yeah, that's also true. I think if, if we win and it's not him, that's a bit crazy. Mm. But at the same time, I think it is sort of time for a bit of a refresh. I mean, it's been the same coaching staff since 2004 pretty much I mean and another candidate is Joe Schmidt he doesn't want it but he is moving back to New Zealand yeah he, if, if if he was open to it he'd be my pick for sure so I mean there's good coaches out there I just yeah it was interesting I think I feel like the, there's not going to be a competition for it like it was in 2007 yeah it will be Foster and I'd put a lot of money on it being Foster Regardless of the result? Regardless of the result. Wow. I feel like he's almost that, and the incumbent almost by this point. He kind of needs to be picked. At the same time, the, you know, Steve Chu's out as well. The, I don't know what the new guy's name is, but he he could want a bit of a refresh. Wasn't he the head of Canterbury Rugby? The, the new guy's got it. The, the new hit of NZ Rugby? Not sure. Something I'm pretty sure he had Robinson. Nick Robinson, wasn't it? Like, bad, bad podcast topic when I clearly don't know anything 
quite Google search. So going back to our Bangladesh days. Love it. Um, but yeah, if it's if it's him, I can definitely see Razor getting it. This wasn't even on our list to talk about, but it's quite an interesting topic right before the World Cup. Yeah, it's interesting. It's one of those hypotheticals that really depends on the result of yeah. the tournament, doesn't it? Absolutely. Mark Robinson. And who they work for previously. Uh, he used to play rugby. Nice. Played nine games for the All Blacks. Nice. Um, he's been on the NZR board um, since 2013 and been on the World Rugby board since 2014. Accomplished man. Um, yeah, this is great. Great podcast. Um, takes over in January 2020, so potentially the coach is already appointed by then. Oh, yes, that's true. Um, yeah, all black number 996. Well, tough. Yeah. Should have waited for more. Yeah. That's, that's a good brag if you're all black number 1,000. Or even three. Yeah. 999. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, he's been chief executive of Taranaki Rugby. Oh, Taranaki. Mm. Oh, okay, I'm well off then. Yeah, so, he played for Canterbury, but... Ah, that might be it. So, I mean, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Right, well, um, bar of the week. You know, the bar of the week. So, obviously, in one, when in Okuni, you must visit the Powder Keg. That's our bar of the week. Uh, as a REL staff member, I get discounts at the... At the Powder keg now, which is pretty elite. Flex. You get forty percent off uh, your drinks, which makes for a cheap night out and saves yourself a little bit of dollars. But it's also got a great atmosphere. It's that old ski lodge kind of vibe. It's got an open fire, um, pool tables. It's indoor vaping friendly. Um, yeah, anything else from the bandit? Uh, well, just walking in, you don't realise how fucking huge it is. Um, yeah, well, it has a whole lot of stairs, because obviously it's a hotel as well. And then, so it's got an upstairs bar, it's got about four different rooms that you can sit in. Balcony outside. It's got, we watched Manawa 2 come back, that was great. We didn't even talk about how good that beer was. No, we'll have to come back to that. Alright. But, um, look, Powder Keg really... Well, that's a brutal slate for the Browns. Rams, Ravens, 49ers, Seahawks, Patriots, Jesus. That's but anyway, powder keg. Um, really, really interesting plays and really adaptable. I mean, they have concerts regularly. Um, you getting cheap drinks was really beneficial because otherwise it was quite expensive. It is quite an expensive place if you do not but, I mean, we work are, in this town. We are in Oakone, so that's... That's to be expected. Hard to get things here. It's a tourist destination. It's right by the mountain. You 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 expect that. So I won't mark that down. Um, the food's really good. We we had a bowl of chips every night. I think. Uh, nice shoes. Athletes. Yes. Athletes. Um, love that they give you both tomato sauce and aioli. As I'm a tomato sauce fan, you're more of an aioli fan. That I am, and well. and you can't mix the two sauces. No, you don't. No, you that is that's unacceptable. And um, yeah, I, I met people who mixed the two sauces. Actually, it's really upsetting. Also, they panhead. Yeah, panhead's pretty elite. They had a great selection of beverages. Happy hour uh, yeah. is two for ten on the Coronas, which is not not bad at all. Not at all. What else? There's some yeah, there's some pretty some pretty elite. Uh, <laughs> showing Booger McFarlane's highlight tape from college. Love it. 
that's pretty wounding. Yeah, it's a good, good, good location, and well, it's a good location in terms of the town, and also a good location in terms of a night out. Absolutely. Um, there are some things that it needs to be marked down for. Um, mainly, lack of pokies or TAB area. Uh, is scorching but when you can stand on the balcony log into old bet365 or the TAB and place some live bets on Manawa 2 to come back from 26-7 down um, definitely save my behind oh yes yes that is true but I mean playing pokies on your phone isn't the same as playing pokies in a pub very true very um, true and yeah, pokies is a, is a really essential feature of a par, um, a bar to me. Um, another thing, the, the staff were, some are really friendly, the, the bar staff especially, but the, the glassies, I don't think they looked, looked sure the eyes all spoke to you at all. No, Marty Mush was very quiet, um, quite rude at times. Yeah, I would say. Um, but the bar staff are great, and so you can't, you know, whereas they're not the friendliest people in the world, other people make up for it. And yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, think. my Corona catch. <laughs> so the tables there can be a bit wobbly. Um, we were hopping out of our seat and the table, I don't know, I still don't understand how it started to slide as it did. But it kind of like, I guess kind of tipped over a little bit. And as I hopped up, I kind of looked back out the corner of my eye and see the uh, corona starting to slide off the table put my hand down by my thigh catch it one handed without looking and I think that's probably my greatest athletic achievement ever I love that I think um, yeah I think I peaked well two more good things I can think about the pub which are which are really good the toilet's really clean really functioning <laughs> unlike great. the tote um, <laughs> and another one uh, great music playlist yes the music playlist and yeah, it was pretty outrageous to begin with. It was, uh, yeah, certainly no no complaints at all from us. Absolutely. So what's your rating of the powder keg? Um, I'm going to go 8.1. That's very, very respectable. I appreciate that. And uh, how could it improve? With pokies. That would um, be good. There's a real lack of pokies here unless you go to the RSA. Um or the tavern, but the tavern wasn't open any of the nights we've been here. Um, which is interesting, because I live here and I've never seen it open. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's, a good, it's got a good feel. It's not a peak, a, you know, top, top bar, but it is pretty good, and certainly caters for all your needs and a little bit more, and that's why it's an 8.1. Respectful, well, it's a it's a very famous bar in New Zealand. It's the bar of Alcone of Mount Rapehu. And that's the other thing, it does have pedigree. Yeah. You gotta take that into it's account. It's got a huge pedigree nationally. And um, I think it lives up to that hype. And so I will give it an 8.3. I was quite impressed. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, yeah that's fair. Obviously, if it had pokies, it's, it's going way up there for me. Um, yeah, so one of the I guess one of the topics we did cover briefly in the powder keg is back, we go back to the goat gamblers. Our live betting is top notch. Oh, I think we might be the greatest live bettors to ever live. The game that's on right now is, is further evidence of that. Yeah, I think um, the Manawa Two game. I kind of doubled down already on Manawa Two to win that, and then they were obviously down at halftime, so I tripled down and put more money on them to win, and it came in. So. 
I think my live betting is fantastic. I had that Wellington Lions one where they were drawing the Steelers and their last minute try won me all my money back and some, so that was great. And uh, now we're going to even win even more money on the Browns. That's phenomenal. And as soon as this comes through, I'm probably, uh, apologies to all headphone users, um, I'm going to stand up and scream and go nuts because I'm about to win $160-something. It's very close to the end of the game now, isn't it? Yeah, so it is very close. I think, uh, yeah, I think it just has to happen at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Touch wood. Touch oh, wood. We're about to have the two-minute warning here. Thank you. Touch wood. But yeah, so happy days, happy days. Right, all Should right. We get on to everyone's favourite segment. Yeah, the list. Um, this week we originally we we're going to do Subway sandwiches, but we couldn't think of five flavours. And pizza's the goat flavour anyway because you get double meat. Uh, it was pork riblet. Oh, and, oh, I don't know. Um, I it's a toss up for me between pork riblet and chicken teriyaki. Those are my go-tos. Chicken teriyaki when I'm rich, pork riblet when I'm poor. So most of the time it's pork riblet. Yeah, most of the time it's pork riblet. Although I, I, I do have a job now, so it's. And the sub of the week, yeah, it's hard to look past that sometimes. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So I mean, we we changed tack. Um, really quickly to most overrated things. Yeah, just just things in general. So this is a really wide open list. It's a very wide list. There's going to be a bit of debate. Um, Huge opportunity to be really contentious, which we both love. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you kick it off. The Browns. The Browns? <laughs> this has been an awful Jets team. And whereas the Jets still can't win, they won't win. They haven't exactly put them away. And they lost their first game 40, was it 43-16? I lot. It was not close. No. And they're, they're meant to be the darlings of the AFC. They were favourites to win the AFC North. They're now going to be one and one and be second in the division. Whereas that does that division does get easy and they probably will still win the division. I think the Ravens are on track to win that division. They look really good. Exactly, no one was talking about them because oh. they, all they were talking about was the Browns yeah. and then the Steelers and then the Ravens. Well, I think the Steelers are fucked now because Roethlisberger's out for the year. Um, they've just traded their first round pick for um, Megan Fitzpatrick, so they're fucked if they're, they're shit because they're not going to get any better. Um, and that might be Roethlisberger done, honestly. Yeah. Oh, he's just signed a new contract. Well, I mean, the UCL, he's a unit, he's... How, I wouldn't even know how old he is, probably 37. I don't know. Oh, Jesus. I he's 37, yeah. I think that's a good guess. That's a hard injury to come back from, the, the UCL, on your throwing arm as a quarterback, an ageing quarterback, so... Ben Roethlisberger. Look, yeah, I think the Browns will make the playoffs. I think they'll be a wild card, although their schedule's very tough. Um, 37, bang on. I nailed that. Well done. Yeah, I just think the Browns, the next, was it up until their bye, so the next five games, they're playing teams that are 2-0, including the Rams and the Patriots. So And the Ravens. And the Ravens, twice, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, nah. Yeah, nah, nah, yeah. I think they're overrated. Good pick. Okay, well, this is the most prepared I've ever been for or, or Or OBJ is fucking good. Yeah, OBJ. That one-handed catch he took in the first quarter, I think it was. Outrageous. If he comes back to the Giants, I'll... I'll <laughs> oh, tough, tough I'll, scene. I'll love him forever. But, um, so, yeah, this is the most prepared I've ever been for the list because I've just sort of done it off the top of my head, but now I've got a, a list on my phone in front of me. Um, my number five, Tom Brady. <laughs> System quarterback. System already covered. quarterback, yeah, yeah. It's a nice callback. Uh, I had prepared it before the show as well. Um, and, yeah, look, he's... As 
my favourite Twitter follow, Barry McCockiner, has said on um, Twitter many times. He's a good good quarterback. That's You can't deny that. He's had a lot of success. But that's mainly due to having the best coach of all time, probably in all sports. And um, That's another great debate for next time. Best coaches of all time. That's, yeah, that's a very good debate. Yeah, I've just given away my number one, however. But... Um, He's also benefited the most from random things that don't affect him to win. Um, if you go back, you've got the the Malcolm Butler interception, obviously. Um, you've got the Falcons play callers not running the ball. Um, right. Falcons and Seahawks not running the ball. Yeah, that too. Um, you've also got... Uh, you've got the, the, uh, the tuck rule. Where they should have been Snow out in the divisional, yeah, the divisional round in the year they first won the Super Bowl, and Trigger. Like it's it's crazy. And also last year wouldn't have made the Super Bowl if D Ford hadn't have been offside on. Um, yeah, well, that was pretty outrageous. Yeah, on on that interception, which got called back. So yeah, I think it's a good pick. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's a tough one to be overrated. Top five most overrated things. Yeah. But I, I do think he's overrated. Oh, what's your number four? Titanic movie. <laughs> you haven't seen it? Haven't seen it. <laughs> Met Kate Winslet, but... Oh. <laughs> that's not why I think it's overrated. You know the ending. It didn't actually happen. It's like a... Well, the ship sank. It did happen. Well, this, the ship sank, but the, the story didn't happen. So, it's, you know, it's, it's glorifying a tragic event. Um, we had lots of people died. Um, it was over 100 years ago. People still spout about it. I had my most overrated top four. <laughs> I can't believe you've just said a movie that you haven't seen as overrated. But all right, I'll, I'll let it slide. My number four, get set to get wrecked, Italian food. Yeah, no, this is outrageous. So in Alcuni, there's, at least in the township, there's about four restaurants and two of them are Italian. So that kind of ruled out half our options because you don't like Italian food, which is outrageous. We had a good meal. Yeah. $20 steak, $20 ribs. Oh, it's phenomenal. But, Jesus, it is bucketing down right now. How can you hate Italian food? Uh, good thing we're not playing golf. <sighs> I have to drive home in this very shortly. Um... Look, pasta, overrated. Very overrated. No, Very no, bland. No. Favourite meal, ravioli. That's outrageous. Yeah, how can you say ravioli's bland? It's got fillings. It's, just, it's all the same. It's just bland. Pizza, tasty, but the Americanised version of pizza is better, oh, as I've said before. Sco- well, but it's an Americanised version of an Italian food. It's still Italian food. It's, the Americans have adapted it and made it better, and that version is a much better. The best pizza in the world is in New York. That's scorching. Uh, um, that's happened. Um, but they've got, also got probably one of the bigger Italian immigrant populations oh they've still made it their own I mean that's many generations ago now that's the score check I can't believe your number four is Italian food and well did I rate I can't even remember now did I rate Italian food number one I don't think I did no I think I did Mexican no I think you were one Italian um wow I do like spag bowl homemade but I wouldn't buy it at a restaurant and it's just an easy meal and yeah that's that's all you hang on you saying an easy meal you can have at home how many meals have you cooked in your lifetime no comment. 
How many Chinese men? Don't have to if I keep winning bets. I can <laughs> buy food for the, my whole life. How many Chinese Chinese meals have you uh, bought? Uh, <laughs> many, many fast food meals. Um, this is and they're all better than Italian food. Okay, all right, all right. I don't agree with you at all. Man, this brings me to my number three pick, Dunedin. Dunedin is an overrated, I wouldn't even say city, township. Wow. Take out what? You take out the university, nothing there. And the university's not even that great. It's cold. It's cold, miserable, there's glass on every corner, there's a lime on every corner, there's vomit on every corner. It's an overrated place. It's probably one of the worst places in New Zealand. Um, (laughs) I enjoyed my time there, but I feel like I enjoyed my time in Hamilton more. Uh, also enjoyed my time in Auckland. Oh no, no, she no. Whoa! No, no, no. Whoa, no, no, no. I, take, I take that back. Auckland's a, a shithole. Thank you. But Dunedin, second worst New Zealand city, and it's overrated. That's you don't go to Dunedin to live in a nice place. You go to Dunedin for the lifestyle. The lifestyles get pissed, do drugs, um, and have a great time. Get your degree, C's get degrees. They're running the ball and. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, let's fucking go! Hey, well done. I won my bet if, if, if that's. If you're wondering. The Browns are overrated. They only put 20 point lead. <sighs> Love oh, yeah. So, alright, what's your number three? My number three is rugby league as a sport. Um, I don't think it's overrated. You don't think it's overrated? It's a shit sport. But you don't think it's overrated? Everyone hates it. Only leagueies don't like it. Bogus no, from I think there's a lot of people that like league. It's overrated. It is, yeah, it's hugely overrated. That's a shit sport. It's like rugby union, but for stupid people. Um, sorry to all league fans who are listeners, but it's force backs. There's, there's no Retards. strategy to it. It's who's big and who's fast, who can run through the most people. It's there's, you know, there's no breakdown, so there's no strategy to it. Yeah, so it's a, it's a shocking sport. Yeah. And people that like league that don't like American football, I'm calling you out by name, Sanjay Cooper. You are the top of the cuck list right now, so you better watch it. Scorch. All right, would you like my number two? Go on. Vaping. (laughs) I don't know why you do it. What's the the fun in it? Um, It's a popular movement that... Uh, sheep follow other people um, I have two friends in particular who you know they can't have, say a strong claim why they'd vape but they do vape it just, it's just a thing that happens they spend money on it and it's just a waste it's just smoking but better for you but yeah, not I'll, that much better for you I've got to agree um, vaping is um, it's a strange thing I don't really know why people do it um, and yeah, I, I don't understand really. Um, it is it's expensive, um, and personally, I'd never do it myself. Okay, uh, it's good to hear from the Lechek Bandit. Thank you. Number two for you. My number two. Uh, Italian food got you fired up. This is going to get you a lot more fired up. Brooks Kepka's personality. No, what? Brooks Kepka is probably one of the most entertaining athletes at this current point in time. It's a facade. I'm convinced it's a facade. He's. It feels the really forced. The interviews, 
hitting bombs. It really confronting feels really golfers <laughs> who play slow. Not turning up forty until forty five minutes. It wasn't even. It was like fifteen minutes before that his tee awesome. time. In a in a tournament that he was in contention for. He might and have then been no, he, he won it. Like it's just it's it's <laughs> they, forced. They were no, it's not. It no. Is. And then they were like filming. They were like. Brooks Kepa hasn't even turned up and they go to his parking spot and it's just got the like the placard saying reserved for Brooks Kepa and there's no car there. But then how also I think it's forced because how can you and do then shit like that and then how do you have such a strong hot take on like slow play and you're calling people out by name and but how good is, oh no no that is outrageous and I we have mates who would agree with me on this oh I know I'm, he's not I'm alone I'm alone in my opinion but I know I know our, that even he's overrated <laughs> group chat's called Brooks Keep because of the goat and it's, it's a, that's also a facade ah <laughs> oh, yeah nah I disagree entirely I need to I'm, you're gonna get so you've got me fired up Wait till you hear my number one. Oh, uh, uh, you're gonna hate this. Number one, most overrated thing, Whitby. I'm not fired up. It's true. Oh no! <laughs> I get that for number one. <laughs> it's, it's overrated. A, it's a shocking suburb. It's in the middle of nowhere. Um, you know, you're not you're not in Prairie and you're not in Upper Hutt. You're like just sat in the middle of the inlet, nothing to do. You're really close to Cannons Creek. It's just not why. Is, why is that a negative? It's Cannon's Creek. Are you racist? No. Is, are you sexist? Yes. No. Wow. wow. But no. So, would be number one most overrated thing. Everything you've said is true. I'm not fired up at all. There's and, to do. and it's just become the new gateway to Wellington because of the finger jigging. Yeah, it's going to grow stupidly. And uh, it's just the devil, you know, it's just not a nice place. And there's still probably going to be nothing to do when there's more people there. Yeah, so. Um, yeah. It's well, a no from me. Number one most overrated thing. Fair be. enough. And finally, you're already to speak this, but I've expanded on it. Hot drinks. Coffee? No. You don't need coffee. You need water. Water is all you need to sustain yourself in the mornings. Refreshes you, keeps you awake. Good damn at your desk. You don't need coffee. And uh, after drink, I think I've seen a, a study as My a strong academic. Uh, <laughs> after drinking coffee regularly for a week, the uh, the benefits of having the caffeine are already gone because you you need the caffeine now to replenish what you used to have before you started drinking coffee so it's like Brooks Kepka's uh, personality it's a it's just a facade and tea not that nice tastes like you just I agree pluck some leaves off a, off a tree and put it in some hot water which is essentially what it is um Mm-hmm. And just the hot drinks in general, I'd, I'd rather have a cold drink. I'd rather have a water. I'd rather have a beer. Uh, I'd rather have milk, obviously. My my strict uh, strict beer, milk, uh, alcohol, milk, and water diet. Yeah, clearly. And uh, uh, I got a hot take. Go on. You only don't drink um, coffee to give you a personality. Oh, that's that's outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I've tried coffee. I've tried coffee a few times. I don't like it, and I never will. I'll never drink it and it really yes it's a great talking point separates me from the pack especially in the uh, in the common workplace in the office but um look I I just don't like it I think it's it's dumb really so your top two Brooks Koepka a cuck and hot drinks Brooks Koepka's never had a hot drink that's fake like (laughs) someone like that has definitely had a hot drink Probably, but yeah, thank that's, you. That's great. That's just you gotta, you gotta love it. 
He is a fool. I can't believe you alone. Alright, to finish, I think we should read our history of Bear Reasons 5. Oh, I think we should start from the beginning of the week. I and agree. Go to the most recent. So the last seven days. Oh, that account balance is looking so nice. <laughs> Holy heck. What? The last seven days. Uh, I'm currently up $195 oh. over the last seven days. Daddy. Um, the returns, <laughs> uh, 1264 And I've <laughs> placed $1,069 <laughs> worth of bets. Nice. Well. I've <laughs> oh, current, okay. Mine's a bit worse. Oh. So I've placed $830.40. And I've won $14.90. Hey, we're up. I'm up. We're, bet, we're great gamblers. Take that, mum. Do you want to hear my last 24 hours? I'd love to hear your last 24 hours. Um, up $80. Oh, daddy. And I've placed $557 worth of bets. Well, my last 24 hours, I've placed $349.65 worth of bets. I'm up $138.91. Jeez. <sighs> my last 48 hours is pretty elite. I'm up 172 Oh, <laughs> Play, bets placed 750 basically we're elite gamblers yeah well for me I'm $607 bet up $151.09 so look at that we're goats we are the goat we are elite gamblers again apologies to the principality of Gibraltar for uh, robbing for ruining your economy <laughs> alright well this has been the Dropcats thanks for listening I've been Josh and he's been the Blackjack Bandit I am and uh Tenakoto, Tenakoto, Pitakoto, Kato. See you later, Cucks.